I am the founder of The Lazy Audience. The Lazy Audience is a blog where we post about movies, TV shows. That's really what I like to do. I recently graduated from the University of North Texas with a major in radio, television, and film. I enjoy writing about movies. I enjoy writing scripts. One of my favorite things to do is to talk about television shows and where TV is going at this point. I'm very excited about what Netflix has to bring, and I'm pretty much always watching Netflix. One of the movies that has surprised me this year that I actually enjoyed was Mad Max. I am not an original Mad Max film. I really dislike Mel Gibson, and he's really tainted that whole thing for me, and I've actually only seen parts of it, and I know it's a sin. It's like, how are you watching Mad Max Fury Road and not have seen the originals? But I like the Mad Max Fury Road movie. It was really intriguing. And it was definitely a surprise. The movie that I'm looking forward to the most this year is probably going to be Jurassic World. Although most people are thinking it's going to be awful. I've always been a fan of Jurassic Park. No matter what, I love the University of Jurassic Park. And Jurassic World just seems like a great, fun movie. And this is Sierra. Hey everyone, uh, this is Sierra. I am a writer and editor for uh, The Lazy Audience. I enjoy writing articles um, about cult, horror, B and foreign and exploitation films. I am very much into the kind of the history of horror films and like how they've progressed over the years and how they're going to be deconstructed and changed and how they're going to blossom over the years. I love script writing and I'm currently attending University of North Texas also doing film and I'm really really excited to see uh, Some Kind of Hate. Um, it's a new horror film coming out it has the Disney Channel star Sierra McCormick, and I'm really interested to see her do some serious, like, scary sort of acting because she's supposed to be this sort of villain, and I'm really interested to see her, her acting chops. Um, I'm also interested to see the new Crimson Peak. The trailer itself looks absolutely beautiful, and the cinematography alone just draws me in, so I'm excited to see that. Crimson Peak sounds awesome, honestly. I watched the trailer the other day, and I was like, whoa. And it has um, Tom Hiddle, Hiddleston. Hiddleston, yeah. And oh. it has the uh, the girl that pl played in Alice in Wonderland. Me Mia, Mia, I can never pronounce her last name. Wanda, just, we're just Mia gonna, W. Mia. Mia's she was in cool. Stoker, too, and that was she a really was. cool movie. I love her. I love all her films that she's in. She's she's a great actress. Yeah. I'm interested to see her in more, so we'll see what she's like in Crimson Peak. Well, the Lazy Audience Podcast, what we're going to do, we'll talk about, we'll review a current movie that's in theaters. Mm -hmm. Even if we don't want to watch them, we'll watch them for you. <laughs> we'll watch them you for know. you. We'll also do a lot of reviews on things that are like on VOD or streaming or Netflix that, or yeah. Netflix things that you probably can't find and Sierra is definitely going to help you out with the into the abyss section yes we'll also talk about what we're currently watching and some movie news occasionally we will try not to bore you with celebrity news we'll try to stick with just TV and movies yeah mm -hmm. and we'll try and keep you updated on, on a lot of the um, new uh, films that are coming out especially a lot of the more underground independent films as well because a lot, some of those kind of go under the rug and so we'll try and keep you up to date on those as well yeah we'll do the work for you so you can continue being the lazy audience yeah so you can just lay there and watch the movies all right, so let's talk about what we've been seeing today. What have you been watching today, Sierra? <laughs> well, I just finished the entire first season of Attack on Titan. <laughs> and I, watch that show. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, it's very action-packed. 
every episode there's something that happens so i'm never bored there was never an episode where i was just bored it was very it's just an awesome show so it is an anime uh so if you don't they're really, scary yes I, I saw like some of the little like monsters on there and i was yeah. like those are terrifying they're like me i love them i uh, i just i see the plushes at like hot topic and all of the stores and i just want to buy one and <laughs> and i'm like priorities and other things but the show is fantastic. Uh, even if you don't like anime, the story itself is just riveting and it really draws you in. Um, if, if you like things like Game of Thrones and just really drama-based things that are also like action-packed with monsters, this is definitely something that you should check out. Um, I actually bought a t-shirt today <laughs> with Attack on Titan and they're so cute and I bought little socks. But I also been watching, I started watching the British show Misfits. I feel kind of behind because it's been out since like 2009. Um, it's so weird though, but like the, the guy, what's his name, he like disappears or whatever. Oh yes, Ewan, yeah, he plays Ramsay in Game of Thrones. He, oh my, in Game of Thrones you're like, I want to kill Ramsay. But then you watch him in Misfits and you're like, I want to hug him and I want to take him home with me. And he's so cute. <laughs> and he feels so bad. But you can relate to his character. You can, and he's fantastic. He's actually my, one of my favorite characters out of everyone. He's great. Um, and I've actually watched Donnie Darko for the first time in my entire life. And I know some people are like, oh, that's criminal. Why haven't you seen it before? Because you write articles on horror movies. You are a liar. No, I finally got to see it because I finally bought it and and I always wanted to see it and I finally got the chance to just sit down and watch it and I love it. I love it so much and it has James Duvall in it and I've watched a lot of um, Greg Arakai films and obviously James Duvall's in a ton of those so I fell in love with James Duvall in Doom Generation so I mean that's Richard Kelly's like only good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it just, uh, it's just the whole. St it was beautiful. It was a beautiful. Let me tell you about the oh, first God. time I watched Donnie Darko. Okay. Yes, do it. So I watched Donnie Darko for the first time in middle school, and I was like, no, it was high school. I was, I had just turned fourteen years old, and I was dating an older guy. He was, yeah. a, he was a junior, and he was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. And my parents are, were really strict, and they were like, yeah, he can come over, that's fine. And we were watching uh, Darn Darko in the a media room. And then Frank came up. And, I, you know, now that I watch it, it's not scary at all, but I pretended to be scared so I could get closer <laughs> to this guy. And my friend called me out and goes, that's not even scary. Quit trying to use it as an excuse. It's not scary. It's just a bunny. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> Fine, cool. <laughs> no, I loved, I loved the bunny. No, I love Frank. Frank is my favorite, and just it did boggle my mind. It's, it's a film you, you can't, you have to really pay attention, and you have to really, you know, you can't just like walk in in the middle of the movie and know what's going on. You yeah, know, watch it a couple you times really, actually. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I need to watch it again to understand a few details. But I loved it. I am. I, my favorite part's when uh, Donnie and his sister are like bantering at the dinner table and <laughs> and it's like, you fuck ass. And it's, uh, that's like my favorite phrase now. So, <laughs> what's up, fuck ass? Oh. And everyone's laughing. It's great. Oh, I love it. 
I need to watch it again. And sibling rivalry. And, and the real life brother and sister, <laughs> so it's very natural. Um, so, Cora, what have, what have you been watching lately? What have I been watching? Um, I watch a lot of TV. I'm, I'm one of those. Um, I wrote an article a while back about iZombie and how I didn't really think it was going to be that great, that it was kind of boring. And that it felt like it was just a Veronica Mars ripoff. Yeah, that cuts, that's what it reminded me of. I, but it's not. It is so good. I am hooked. Uh, there's two episodes left, and I'm really excited about it. It's gone, like, way different, more than, like, uh, what I thought it was going to go. And it, is, it isn't, like, your plain dumb zombie movie it's a, or a zombie show it's, it's pretty smart for the most part yeah and um like the girl she's she's really cool she's like she was a med student before so she's not yeah. like this dumb she's, like she's a very or, strong she's female very character. strong female character and she she's not like i um, killing killing like the walking dead where it's just like i don't know like she's smart she's a smart girl she knows what she's doing and it just takes a whole different way although like it does kind of steal from other things like uh, warm bodies the comic book came out before warm bodies did yeah so you can't really say it stole from it although it does take um the whole part where he ate the brain and he yeah. saw the memory it is kind of has like a that. few aspects it does have a few aspects my least favorite new show is probably last man on earth you probably won't agree with me but i just it just every time i watch the show i dislike the main guy just even more, even more, even more. You and then, like, I don't... Then then I start liking him, and then I don't like the group. So it's just this whole thing. I don't know. But the last episode made me feel a little better. Yeah, that's what so, a lot of people said. It's really weird, though, because I've seen, like, the entire I, season. I've never I been so angry at a show until I watched that show. Phil, are you? Phil! <laughs> I, I, I do love the girl. She's something from, uh, what is she from? Uh, Fly of the Concords? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot her name. Oh my gosh, so I'm so embarrassed. But no, I love um, Carol. Carol was fun. I felt like she was one of my favorite characters throughout the whole Last Man on Earth. That she was funny, lighthearted, and she cared about you know everybody in the group. And I don't know, I guess because I don't really like selfish people, the whole F Phil being uh, character just kind of made me really angry. Um, so that's why I just... Kristen Saul. Kristen Or Shaw. That's her Shaw. Name. That's her name. Kristen Saul. I love her. I don't know. Like, she has, like, a really cool face, and she, like, talks really cool. I don't know. She's, <laughs> she's awesome. I did like that show, though. I did. Yeah. I did like that. Um, it takes seasons are, too. Like, see, like, all these shows are ending. The se seasons are ending. Um, oh. like, not this week, but last week, you know, I watched the season finale of Supernatural, and I'm still one of those weirdos that's hanging on. Um... I, oh, that new Netflix original show called Between came out like last week or something. <laughs> and I was just like, what can I watch that is less than an hour long? And I saw that it was on there, recommended it, I watched it. Trash. That's what I say about Between. I just saw pictures from it and I was like, no, I don't like it already. They did a bad strategy though on like releasing it weekly because yeah. it's not a good show. Like I'm not looking forward to the next episode. Like if it was like maybe all at once, maybe on an accident, I would have let it run to the next episode. Yeah. But because it is a weekly show, which Netflix has never done that I know of. Yeah. I'm not looking. I'm not gonna watch it next week. So like, what do you think? 
is missing like is it a plot thing or do you think it's more like the acting or it's um, it's definitely just the story i mean this it's it's everything really the uh, the acting's bad <laughs> like it's really bad it's it's like sci-fi i'm putting this movie out with no budget and netflix is better than that netflix you're better than that yeah and um they just don't have they don't have like the plot's very like um what's that movie the dome or the it's like you know the thing it like covers it's oh the that city. Was Stephen King yeah with Stephen yeah. King that was bad under the dome under the dome that Ooh. was bad but like they just basically stole bad material from bad material like yeah. that's what they did and it's just it's not good I, I've noticed a lot of Nickelodeon actresses going into more serious like mystery type um, shows like the, the Victoria Justice with eye candy but that show candy. is trash also yeah mm-hmm. um, I mean it's great that they're getting out of the whole you know comedy thing and trying to like do other genres but I I, I, I see potential in them but I don't I don't really like those shows I don't know but she's supposed to be playing because uh, everyone under 21 or over 21 dies in this show oh my god and so she's supposed to be playing some teenager who's like pregnant right she looks like she's 25. Like, she does just, not look... No. She does not... She didn't even look 16 when she was 16. Like, that no, girl just she's hasn't... A, she's always looked older than... She, she does have was, an older But she's baby. gorgeous. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. But she is not... She should not be playing. As, <laughs> I feel like in a show like this, you definitely have to have actors who look like they're 21 and under because it's a show about people they, dying that are over 21. I will admit their advertisements were very, were pretty good. I, I I think they did some pretty good advertising. It was good, but um, I don't I don't really like this show. Well, <laughs> I might watch a second episode just to kind of tell you guys how bad it's getting or whatever, but for now, I'm saying skip it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't even bother. There's so many other great Netflix originals and plus Orange is the New Black is coming yeah. out like in a couple weeks or so. Yeah, wait in that. June, I think. So Yeah, like middle of June. I don't know. I just get excited for June exciting. because I know that's when Orange is the New Black comes out. <laughs> that's all that's important. Well, that's what we've been watching this week. Every second that ticks by, the future is running out. Newton? not mine. What's not yours? The pen. I've never... What if there was a place? Dad, I just need you to look at this. Does it look weird? A secret place where nothing was impossible. You're not saying this? Casey, stop it! Go away! Did you see the dog? Cool. I want you to take me there. Take you where? Where'd you get this? Who are you, kid? What you saw was a place where the best and the brightest people of the world came together to actually change it. We've been looking for someone like you for a very long time. Why? Did something happen over there? Something bad? They followed you here? Who? Come on! Get in! How is this a good idea?
coming, so follow me. All the people, why me? He thinks you can fix the future. on the brand new film Tomorrowland which is directed by Brad Bird uh, is a fantasy futuristic dystopian sort of universe where um, the young girl tries to reveal the secrets of this secret world called Tomorrowland a place between space and time where is Tomorrowland is my question <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like she gets the pen and it's like where is she going? <laughs> so this this movie it stars George Clooney mm-hmm. and Britt Robertson. Yes. Um. It also stars House, which oh, actually his name is Hilary, but I always refer Wait, to him. He's as House in our hearts. Yeah, he's House like in always my heart. Like even <laughs> even before House came out, whenever he was in 101 Dalmatians, I was still like, you are House. He's not here. He's House. He's House. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I was really excited about this movie, honestly, yeah. because I am a huge Disney fan, just big Disney fan, like Disney World, Disneyland, Disney movies, whatever. If it's Disney, I love it. Yeah, whenever I saw that there was a Tomorrowland movie, I was like, this is like, my first impression was, this is a huge advertisement for the park. <laughs> I was like, they're going to have so many, I'm going to go back to Disney, and then I'm going to go to Tomorrowland, they're just going to have Tomorrowland posters and like merchandise and everything and it's there I'm like looking in the trailer I'm like where's Space Mountain I need to know like that was my impression and I thought it was a little cheesy but uh, maybe it, it kind of proved me wrong so so, so Sarah you didn't watch Tomorrowland but what it like with the trailer and with the special effects and everything that you saw, what do you think about it? I know you thought it was cheesy, but what, what, like, <laughs> what else? Like, what, what do you think the movie's about? I feel like it's about um, sort of ap- appreciating like that imaginary world um, and like wanting more of a like a, a more positive outlook on the future rather than a dark dystopian world like what would Mad Max would be. Um, so it's more looking on like a more fantastic future and rather than something darker. Um, that's kind of what my interpretation of kind of what it was going for, like the moral of the story. But um, my first impression was it, it just, to, I wasn't really excited about seeing it. I guess I'm not that big of a fan of Disney films as what's Coral is, but... <laughs> But I, 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 I will give the film a chance, and I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to see how I feel about it, because watching the trailer and watching the movies, they're two completely different things. So so I like Brad Bird, okay? I liked all his movies. I love Ratatouille. I love The Incredible. All his films are great. Yeah, and like one of my favorite is The Iron Giant. Oh my and God. I remember like watching it, and my heart just breaking. Like, yeah, I remember my favorite scene was when the mom walked in on her the, the boy, and he was like, Mom! And he got really mad. I just, I don't know why, but that was really funny. <laughs> But so I mean, the fact that it's directed by Brad Bird gives me a lot more hope that it's going that I'm going to like it. 
because he has great films. So, so my perspective, I did watch Tomorrowland, and um, I watched it on a matinee. You know, I, I didn't want to pay much for it. I, I, I like the longer I was waiting to watch it, the more I was realizing this is probably not going to be good. Um, a couple days before I went to go watch it, someone was like, what is Tomorrowland? And I was like, they did not do a good job on describing what the movie's about. Because like, people were just like, I've seen the trailers, I don't know. And that's the thing is that I watched the movie and I was still like, what is this about? Yeah. It just has so much plot. There's so many things going on. There's uh, the dystopian future of Tomorrowland. There's George Clooney. There's, uh, um, there's Casey, who plays this really smart scientist girl. Um, and then there's, there's the little girl... Her name is Athena, and she's George Clooney's like love interest when he's little, and it's just yeah. it's it's weird though because I heard about Athena. I think that she's become one of the most popular of the characters. Uh, she's like an artificial intel- intelligence sort of robot. Yeah, um, I watched a few clips, and so far I really really like that character. I think just because she's kind of badass. She's cool. No, she, like I think she's probably the best part of the entire movie. I think that's why I want to see it. I want to see it for her. She's super <laughs> cool. She's total badass little girl who can just beat up anyone. But here's the weird thing is that George Clooney and her had kind of like a love interest when they were, when that's they were younger, so crazy, right? When they were younger. Though. But he, she doesn't age because she is a robot. Yeah. George Clooney does age. So in the later scenes, when it's supposed to be like romantic and like, like <laughs> you're like, Ugh. I'm just sitting here like, oh my gosh, she's like 12 and George Clooney is like 50. Pedophilia, this, cool. this isn't right. <laughs> But I mean, she is a robot. But then that so you also, have to remind yourself that, that she's reminds a robot. me though, like you know how there's all like these like weird terms like bestiality or like people who are into their cars. What if in the future though, like people are into like AI? It's like what is that called? Is that just no longer matters? Yeah, like it's like it's like you're you're with this like robot thing. At, I, like thirteen. Like it's so it's, weird. I feel I really love that Tomorrowland brings in all of the most popular things that are in the movies today. Of artificial intelligence, ex, ex machina, dystopian universe, Mad Max. Like, it brings in all of those elements. Like, if you like those movies, it brings it all in, but it's more family friendly. But it's too much. And it's though. too. That's, it, that, that's, that's the thing that when I watched the trailer, I was confused about what the film was about. And I think it's because you they can't put it all in that one trailer. It's just very generalized. So I was a little confused. So I could see why you would be confused. Yeah, and the thing is that it also, like, it's not, it's really hard to pinpoint. Is this, is, it is supposed to be a family movie, so it's supposed to be cool for mom, cool for dad, cool for little Joe and little Billy. <laughs> Billy. But I don't think it's good for anyone, though. It's too immature for adults. Like, yeah. on, I was watching it, and there's this scene where, like, the supervillain goes, oh, bollocks, and then something awful happens to him. Like, Oh, really? Like, it's just like, and it's just so many scenes where I'm like, this is too, too kitty. But there's other scenes where, like, kids would be so bored out of their minds watching it's too, it. too, like, it's, it fluctuates between being uh, too mature of a movie versus being too immature for a Yeah, movie. and, like, The Incredibles. Like, The Incredibles is a cartoon movie, right? Yeah. But, oh. but adults, kids, like, everyone just kind of, like, they're able to get into it. Yeah. Like, Incredibles is extremely action-packed, like, 
there's every there's something for everyone. Like it, it was one of those movies that actually surprised me. Yeah, exactly. Of like how intense it is. And I mean, like, what was uh, Bradford's last action live action movie was um, yeah. Ghost Protocol. Ghost uh, Protocol. Uh, yeah. Mission Impossible Ghost Ghost Protocol. But and that was good. It was it wasn't bad at all. It was it was. Um, I'm not a huge Mission Impossible fan, but for Mission Impossible movie, that was good. Yeah. I, I don't know. Every time I, I see like a new G- Mission Impossible trailer, because I know that I think a new one's coming out. I'm just like, Ugh, another one. Rogue really? Nation, because because Rogue Hollywood, Nation. Hollywood That's is, what it is. is in love with Rogue right now. It loves Tom Cruise <laughs> too. I'm just like, oh why? I don't know. Maybe it'll be a fun film just for fun, but I'm not. I just don't feel like paying money to see it really so we'll see how that goes but, but with Tomorrowland guys um if you want to check out a movie and there's nothing else in the movie theaters maybe go watch Tomorrowland but I do not recommend it yeah I'm sorry I tried Bradford I was really excited about it but it just it didn't hold up Here you go, Sierra. All right, I really love, I've really been getting into Asian horror. I've always loved Asian horror films. um, And I'm always looking for something fresh, new, original, and completely ridiculous and bizarre. And I've recently gotten into um, Mutant Girl Squad. And after watching that, I'm like, I need more films like this. So I recently went on, um, I think it was Hulu, and I found the film Hell Driver, and I just started watching it and could not stop laughing. Just even from the first scene, you're just like, what is going on? Um, The film right from the beginning is just fast-paced and action-packed. You get this dude that's like, you think he's hunting for zombies, you think he's hunting for the zombies, but you're... Then he throw they throw you a, like through a loop and he's going for these like their little antenna things and you're like what are these antenna things on top of their heads they look like little caterpillars or something or they look like that one Pokemon centipede I don't know but um, the film focuses basically on the zombie apocalypse which instead of like a virus or anything it's started by this freak meteorite accident that literally just impales itself into the earth and into one of the main characters. Uh, <laughs> um, so the zombies, instead of these slow-paced sort of um, monsters, they're more like, they're kind of like ants. Um, they have these little... Oh, inti- I hate ants. Yeah, they're, they're really, they're fast. Um, they're kind of like ants. They have little antennas on their heads. Um, which are is their kind of their life source. So instead of cutting off their heads, you have to cut off the antenna for them to die, which makes it a little more complicated. Our main character is named Kika. Uh, she's kind of a schoolgirl who has really terrible parents. If you watch this, you will agree that her parents are terrible. I'm not even sure if they are her parents. They, I wouldn't even believe that they are because they're that scary terrible that's the girl from audition right yes the girl from audition plays her mom um so i I, for a while i was getting them confused but i was like how can i get 
her confused because she's from audition and she's fantastic. But the girl Kika, she goes from going being a schoolgirl to being a badass with like this motorized chest that's like hooked up to this chainsaw sword and she's like fighting all these zombies and like the film is not serious at all. Like there's it is completely bizarre. It's kind of a parody of the zombie genre in a way because you have kind of these arms that even though they're cut off they're still bouncing around with chainsaws trying to kill you so it, it in a way it's sort of like if you could compare it to anything i would say maybe evil dead 2 or that. army of darkness where he may cut off a hand when he cut off his hand and it was still alive it's sort of like that sort of campy humor uh with a dash of action and like the but the blood splatter isn't like gross or anything it's just like it pours down in like rain like rain of blood and you're like this is it's gross but it's also kind of beautiful and I don't know how to feel about this so I definitely have been getting into that sort of bizarre um sci-fi sort of horror genre of um Asian films so I also if you're really if you get into um Hell Driver I would also recommend uh, Mutant Girl Squad uh, Robo Geisha, Tokyo Gora Police, all of those films sort of have that same sort of humor and action. And that is my foreign um, recommendation for you this week. Spoiler alert! Here I go! Okay, so Tomorrowland spoilers. I, I don't even know, like... So there's a super... There's a villain. That's Hugh Laurie. And he basically... He's a villain because he tried to help Earth. He kind of reminds me of Loki, honestly. Like, he's a villain, but he's also kind of like a good guy. It's really weird. And, like, he shows the world, supposedly, that they're going to end. He tells them, like, hey, this is when you're going to end. Let me show you. He shows them the future. And the people are just like, whatever. We're going to die anyways. Let's keep on doing uh, Let's keep on doing us. That's not a great villain. Like, it's it's a pretty bad villain. And, like, it never makes me, like, think, like, oh, beat him. I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, it's silly. It's so silly. Here's your end and demise. <laughs> I warned you. Now take it as you can. Take like, this he's not even doing it, though. Like, he literally, like, I, I just don't get it. Like, maybe maybe I missed something. I'm not really sure. But he doesn't seem like a villain to me. That doesn't sound like a villain to me. That sounds like an anti-hero that's trying to help and just gave up. Yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. He just kind of gave up. And I'm just like, okay. It's um, like the day the Earth stood still, the robot and the alien come, and they, like, try and warn people, like, if you don't get along, we're going to annihilate all of you. And the humans are just like, you're the enemy, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can I can compare it to that definitely. And then um, there's of course there's Athena. She's a little, little robot girl, and she recruited George Clooney when he was little. Okay, and he took he took her. Um, she took him to Tomorrowland. And then after that, you know, he started building stuff. He didn't know she was a robot. She fell he fell in love with her. And when he found out that she was a robot, she he was so heartbroken. He's like, I'm in love with a robot, whatever. <laughs> and he's like 50 years old, and he's still butthurt about it. Like, and he like lives in the middle of nowhere. I'm just like, George Clooney, look at your face. 
You're not living out in the middle of nowhere. You're able to pick up any chick. Like, this movie makes no sense. And he's, like, this, like, super smart guy who has, like, this technology from Tomorrowland. But it just doesn't make any sense why he would just be so reclusive. Like, and, like that little girl, when he was 11, that's not enough for me. That's, that's not enough. That's, like, something, like... How can we make sure that George Clooney is reclusive? Let's put a love story. Seems in like there. a scapegoat to me. It, it is. It just. It just. I. I don't know. Like it. It didn't click. I was like, this makes no sense. And I like. I like Britt, the girl. Uh, yeah. Cassie. Uh, that's who. That's who plays Cassie. I like her. I've liked her in like other movies. She's. She's just like a really like good presence, and she's just funny. Like her facial expressions, the way she acts. She's just a funny character, and like. She, I don't know, like, it's just, she's kind of stumped in this role, like, she's supposed to be this genius or whatever, but as soon as George Clooney and Athena take over, she kind of becomes, like, like, foreground, even yeah. though she's a main character, she's supposed to be doing all this stuff, like, she's just foreground, and, like, some of the scenes, even, she's behind them, and they're in front of her, and I'm just like, this girl's supposed to save the world, why <laughs> do you have her in the background? It's like, pushed her out of the way, like, move out of the way, it's George Clooney. It's George Clooney, and little robot girl. He gets paid more than you. Oh, yeah, like, twice as much as you. His robot <laughs> girlfriend. That's 13, let's put that. Uh, well, my least favorite part, though, of the movie was when Hugh Laurie dies, okay? So, he's he's a villain, you know, you have to kill the villain, and the way they kill him, he's, like, stuck somewhere, his leg is stuck, and, like, this thing's about to fall on him, and it, like, shows, like, uh, a, uh, the camera view is, like, above him, and his hands are up in the air, and he goes, oh, bollocks. Oh, and it like squishes him. I'm just like, what is this? 1998? Oh bollocks! I'm about to get squished. This and, I, what? <laughs> and also the thing about it is like this is supposed to be like this like cool futuristic movie. The special effects look like they're from 1998. Like it's, maybe that was their inspiration. They're like, let's make a movie that's futuristic, but we're gonna make it look like they're like. Well, I mean, like, I can see that, but it's just, some of the things, though, like, just, like, the, it doesn't, it looks dated. It looks yeah. like somebody watching a movie that came out 10 years ago. Yeah, now. that's how I felt when I saw the trailer. I felt like it looked like a lot of films that have come out a long time ago. Imagine how George Clooney felt after making, uh, what is it, uh, Gravity? After Gravity. Gravity yeah, with yeah. awesome special effects. He comes into Tomorrowland. And he's just like, Meh. I'm better than this. I, I floated in space with Sandra Bullock and died within the first couple minutes. I deserve a better green screen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my spoilers for Tomorrowland. Not that I really spoiled much because the movie doesn't really go anywhere and it's everything's it's really predictable. It seems like a mess to me. It is, and it's predictable, so I didn't really spoil much. All right, so now we are going to talk about our recommendations. Sierra, what do you recommend for people to watch while they come back next week and talk to us? Well, obviously, I told you guys that I've been watching those shows, Misfits and Attack on Titan, so obviously I would recommend those. But I um, have been building upon my horror collection because I collect a lot of... Um, films, <laughs> DVDs, I'm always on the hunt. Um, I recently got the film Totally Fucked Up, which is another Greg R. Kai film, and it's very, um, the way it's set up is very different, very strange. The first time I watched it, I was like very, it was, I was kind of put off, I was like, what is this? And then after a while, I got used to it, and 
it's a very beautiful film. It's very, very honest. And um, I also recommend um, Audition, which is another film I added to my collection. Um, it's a very, very brutal film, but it's very, very good. All right, well, that is uh, my recommendations for the week. Um, I also, for the one more uh, recommendation, if you want something really funny, uh, check out the movie The Stuff. Um, I'll be writing an article about crucial cult horror films that you must watch. Um, I'm almost done with the article, so it'll be out soon. Um, that's one of the films on there, so check out The Stuff. If you like The Blob, you'll like The Stuff. Cool, cool. Well, I actually forgot two movies that I watched this week to tell you about, but I'm going to recommend them. I'm going to recommend Kingsman The Secret Service. Oh, that's good. It's so good. Watch it. Yes, so good. It's so good. I just, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, and it was just like action packed. Colin Firth is amazing. Colin Firth, you oh. sexy beast. I watched uh, What a Girl Once the other day. Oh, that's a classic. And, and he's in there, and I've Doesn't totally it make forgot. you just want to watch all of his movies? Oh, my God. Like Colin Firth Marathon. I, I also recommend Welcome to Me, which has Kristen Wiig in it. She is um, diagnosed with borderline personality disorder in the movie, and she wins the lottery, like a ton of money. What does she want to do with that money? She wants to make her own talk show. And what does she want to talk about on that talk show? Herself. Who doesn't want to talk about herself? Who doesn't? Yeah, like seriously. But watch it. It's good. It's on um, VOD right now. So is Kingsman and Secret Service. Seek those out. They're pretty awesome. If you like pugs, you'll like Kingsman. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And it'll make, you'll be like, it'll make the name Eggsies, like, totally okay. Like, you'll make you want to be like, I'm going to name my kid Eggsy. That sounds great. Because before that, I totally thought about a name called Eggsy. Like, that's so cool. (laughs) I would never expected that. But from the, just from the beginning of that film, it's just like, bam, 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 bam. So cool. Yeah. Totally watch it. I, I like maybe don't bring your grandma to watch it. It's a little, it's a little. Ooh, boring, it gets, but <laughs> gets a little scandalous near the oh, end. Yeah, a little scandalous. Like your grandma just, might blush. Let's just talk about. <laughs> it talks about butt stuff. There's some butt stuff. Lots of butt stuff. <laughs> Lots of butt stuff. Promised butt stuff. Well, if you guys want to keep in tune and kind of catch up with us, what we're t- going to talk about next week. Watch Poltergeist the remake and watch Insidious Chapter 3. (gasps) Yeah, Insidious Chapter 3. I'm really excited for that one. Actually, I didn't think I would be, but I am really excited because another Disney star, besides in some kind of hate, is going to be in this one. And I'm really excited to see her acting chops in this because she looks, it looks really good. So we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. We'll tell you about it, and if you watch it too, you can kind of chime in on your own, talk to yourself, and look like a weirdo while you're driving. (laughs) But anyway, so this was our first podcast. Hopefully it wasn't awful, and maybe we'll get better. Yay! (laughs) Maybe we'll save the word butt stuff a lot more. I'm just kidding. There will probably be (laughs) butt stuff uttered throughout this podcast. Butts. Okay. I mean, come on. Like, that's such a fun word. It is. But... Yep, this was Coral, and that is Sierra. Yep, I'm Sierra. Hey. So, uh, we'll listen to a second. All right.